Okay, hello. So this uh, post and this uh, thing that I put as a PDF is from a request from a member. I mentioned in a shear about a tefillah that I saw as a chassan, uh that's attributable to the Ramban pertaining to a man making uh, saying a tefillah before uh, intimacy um, to be matzliach with it and to have the right kavanas for it and so on. And I was requested to... Um, find this tefillah and then give it over. Uh, the problem is, is I originally saw this when I was a chassan, which is over 25 years ago. And um, I don't recall the exact safer where I saw this. I definitely saw it in either a shul or in the yeshiva or in the base medrash, um, somewhere in tefillahs. And I saw this as a chassan or near that age. And I wrote this down. Uh, based on that, but I was not able to find the Mikar. It says here, Huva Besefer Pisri Megodim, but I didn't, didn't have a chance or, or was able to see it. So that's why I was hesitant and I held back, um, with this request. Uh, but I realize now that it's important to post. So I wrote it handwritten the way I saw it. The only thing is, is where it says Hashem Yivarech Espeis Yisrael, Yivarech Espeis Aharon, in brackets they had different letters of Shemus there, which, um, which, um, that I decided not to put in here. But again, this needs, uh, research if it's actually Meyuchis to the Ramban or whether it's in the Sefer Pesley Megodim. I don't know. Uh, so that's something that has to be researched, but it is a sound and healthy tefillah to have. And because my handwriting, understandably, is not something that everyone's able to um, get. So if, if someone has the ability to read my handwriting of the tefillah and to, to type it down in Lushen Kaidesh, please do so. Anyone of you is able to find the source that I was unsuccessful finding, please do so. But the tefillah is a sound tefillah. Now, the other things I wrote in English... I'm just going to say outside what what it what it means. Point number one is this: what I wrote, which is so so important, that if already you're going to focus on the sexual desire, whether it is the shloilishma there or not, is not important. The key really is is that in this instance, based on the drive that a man has, he's going to channel it and use it as best as he could to serve Hashem with. Then. When you're asking Hashem to help you in that area with your wife, for the mitzvah pruravu, for the mitzvah of aina, for the enhancement of shalom bayis, to be mekayin the mitzvah of riacha which includes your wife, with all of this, if there's a focus just for that, the way Hashem wants it, then there has to be, needs to be, an equal, sincere tefillah in the most strongest way, from the depths of your heart, to remove that sexual feeling and desire from any unhealthy place where Hashem does not want you to have it, and to remove it from you and only give it to you in those times where it's important towards your wife for Shalom Bayis, for all these things described. And to daven overall for Shmir Sanayim, to watch your eyes on the street, Shmir Sadiba, to watch your speech, which is connected to Shmir Sanayim, as the Sfarim say in Shriya Smach Shava, and like I wrote very clearly, to be loyal to Hashem, to be loyal to your wife in your sexual life. So if you're ready, being madrich this drive, then it needs to be equal 
those prayers. Number one, on the strong self-protection that you protect yourself as a married man, as a married Jewish man, from all unhealthy nesionis, um, and to ask Hashem to save you from them, and to put in a lot of effort with to maintain your Kedusha in these areas. And the more you do that and isolate yourself from the negative aspects of sexuality, the more it's going to enhance it when it's used the right way. So that's what I wrote on the bottom. Another thing to daven for that would help that this tefillah becomes really l'shem shamayim is to ask to develop a deep friendship with your wife in non-physical ways just as much as in the physical way described here. Emotionally, spiritually, and especially in the nida period, the separation period, it's important to develop and nurture a deep friendship. That's when, you know, in Shashirim it's described with Ishti, so it's described as a Chaisi as well, my sister. Here's a concept of a sister. So in Nida, in the Nida period, it's very important to have a certain close relationship like a person would have ideally with a sister that she's very close to, non-sexual, purely emotional and spiritual connection. And that's to be developed in the Nida period. And when that happens, then when that period ends and there is a physical connection, it's much more meaningful. Another thing that's very important, which is point number two, is is that in the tefillah we're asking for sexual function in good health to be able to perform the mitzvah. But one needs to understand that if currently a man is suffering from whatever physical sexual dysfunction there is, sometimes it's treatable and one should do his stadlis, go to medical doctor first physically, work it, figure out what the issue is, and if once the physical is ruled out, then the emotional, and so on and so forth, whatever needs to be done. But whatever the case may be, even if currently there is some form of sexual dysfunction of any way, shape, or form, unable to to have erections, or whatever the case may be, it's very important what people do is out of shame or out of whatever it is they pull away from their wives. It's very important, and we'll stress this to the wives as well, you always embrace this relationship and connection, even if right now there is some issues physically pertaining to the sexual aspects of it. Because there are other ways, even if a man can't perform at this moment in time, um, to be able to make this experience with his wife very pleasurable for her, very pleasurable for him to fulfill emotional needs, physical needs. And it's very, very important not to run away and escape out of uh, shame or of uh, ego uh, because it has nothing to do with you anyway. This is the thing that's very, very important. A man is very much connected with his ego pertaining to making money, pertaining to athletic ability, and in the secular world, or even in our world, in our minds, male uh, pride is connected to being able to perform sexually. And anyone who has uh, the first rudimentary concepts of bitachin and chayvah salvavis and all that is to recognize is that you don't get credit for being able to perform sexually, and you don't get blame if you're unable to. It is in the hands of Hashem. Hashem, he has, he is the one who's giving you that strength to make parnasa, to think of advice how to make parnasa, to accomplish all your spiritual things, and including the sexual function. It's a matana from Hashem. And therefore one is not to take credit if they have that capability, 
And one is not to be blamed if they don't have that capability. But what do they do? They turn to Hashem and ask Hashem for help in this area. But if right now, currently, it's lacking for whatever the reason may be, a couple is very much encouraged, husband and wife, to still be together physically and work it out to make it the most pleasurable experience as possible, even if certain functionalities are not there. You can still make it an extremely pleasant experience, and that is the goal, to look forward to it emotionally and, and, and spiritually and physically, no matter how one ages, and even if one is not feeling well, if one goes through a tukufa where the desire is low, there are ways to go about it to make the best of it and the most of it, that will create a healing, the Gashmis of Ruchnia. So as we're davening for these things, we need to understand a healthy um, approach of not running away from intimacy when we have these type of problems, but to embrace it, not to be ashamed, to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to allow a husband and wife accept their vulnerabilities and embrace it. And then the last thing is, is together with the tefillah, is to have a karasat ta'iv Hashem after this intimate experience towards your wife as well, but especially towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not to take it for granted, not to take it for granted. Anyone who has the matana of being together with his wife physically, when you think about all the men that are currently divorced or currently widowed, or currently um, unable to find their shidduch and they're already in their mid-twenties or late mid-thirties or, or, or older, it's something that should arouse compassion in the person who is married and is able to have these experiences, not to take that for granted, to daven for these people, to daven for people that they should find their shidduch, not just for the physical aspects, of course, it's it's for everything, for their emotional health, for their spiritual health, but also for their physical health to be able to find their shaduchim and that after the divorce they should be healing and they should be able to remarry in good health and have a happy marriage after being widowed and suffering a traumatic loss to be able to reconnect when the time comes and, and it was healing and they should have hatzlacha with that and people should find their shaduchim and never again, never be arrogant over the fact if anyone is zaycha privately to have a happy and satisfying married life physically, emotionally, and spiritually, not to take it for granted, to recognize it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's doing it, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is helping you with it, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is guiding you every step of the way, and never to be arrogant about it, and to daven for it, don't take it for granted, and to be compassionate to other people who have these struggles, and to help them with it, or at least, at the very least, to daven for them, to daven for them. And when you have, you see a widow that's alone and they're looking to remarry and they've been lonely and you you daven for them. You daven for them that they should experience uh, a happy marriage going forward. They should heal and she should have in, uh, a wonderful relationship physically, emotionally and spiritually with a wife and then they should have good shalom bias. We daven for that. So we don't have to feel guilty for the toivay Hashem has, is giving us, but we need to not take it for granted, and to daven for others, and appreciate some meach bechelkai, even in sexual concepts, with everything else, just like everything else in life, to be happy with your lot, to make the most of what Hashem is giving you in your oasis in the desert, in your chalik. And the more you're happy with this, despite whatever technical dysfunction there may be, 
temporarily or, or, or for a longer period of time, but the bottom line is, is once there's an acceptance of it, Hashem's bracha is shayra on the couple, when it says there's shalom between the two, then the shechina is there. So the shechina is there whether currently there is sexual functioning or whether there isn't. The shechina is there. When there is shalom and a hava and a achva, where they're trying to make the most of it and enjoy them, each other and pleasure, give pleasure to each other as best as they could, no matter what, then the shechina is there. Then there's Ashur HaShashchina and Hashem has a Nachas Ruach from that union and wants it and wants it to be sustained and wants it to be endured and wants it as a Kiyam. Again, Shalom Bayis is a Kiyam. Every Shalom Bayis house that's healthy is bringing us closer to Mashiach. The more healthy homes in Klal Yisrael, the more healthy Klal Yisrael is. Brachan to all.